0: plus here's your host Alex Garrett hey it's been a little bit since I was live on the spreakercom but here we are and by the way you guys just keep on listening and I'm very thankful for that I'm very grateful for that and uh, I, I want to kick things off right now tomorrow we have a very exciting conversation to share with you with New York City Comptroller candidate, Zach Iskell. And, uh, you know, I just think he's a viable candidate in this city and as Comptroller to overlook our books. And we'll have a great conversation with that for 54 minutes or so uh, tomorrow. But right now, we want to talk to you because the Islanders are about to start their series with the Lightning in the semi-final round um, tomorrow. My friend Kenny Albert's calling the game. That's so cool. But Kenny Albert, as you might have known from last time he came on the show, has also been involved with variety of the children. uh, Wow. The Henry Viscardi School. Yes, the Viscardi Center. As he actually emceed our last sports night, which went virtual for the 54th year. And they got it all together. The the folks at the Viscardi Center, Kenny, and, and everybody involved. It was great. And... It just reminded me that there is a bigger partnership. There's a bigger community the Islanders fight for when they do go up against these teams, when they do play every day. It's a community they represent. It's a community they are supported by and that they support. And it's in a place called Albertson Long Island. It, it's a place you might have heard of, the Henry Viscardi School, because I mention it sometimes here and there. But it is a school I went to for kindergarten through 12th grade. And the connection the Islanders have to Viscardi is very vast. Firstly, these tough guys, you know, these tough hockey guys, they actually sit in a wheelchair. So this school for the Henry Viscardi School, Viscardi is a school for kids with disabilities. And the Islanders dedicate a lot of time every year to come out and support we we'll get to the alumni of the Islanders as well. Some big names you might have heard of. But the actual team's current day, when there is no pandemic, come out to Viscardi and support the kids by actually humbling themselves. They sit in their own wheelchair and they play hockey with the kids uh, in our big gym. How cool is that, Sparky? The dragon comes through. And so the community partnership is there, the community relationship is there, and it's so cool every time the Islanders get to join a uh, Viscardi. I was about to say us, yeah, as alumni, they're us. Get to join us every year, and I just I I felt so compelled to talk about this. Obviously, because the Islanders are one step away from the Stanley Cup. Obviously, because when you go out to the parking lot at the Nassau Coliseum, there are so many. Islander fans, there's a strong community of Islander fans and Long Islanders in general. That it's kind of emotional to watch. Did you hear them, by the way, when they sang the national anthem in unison at the uh, Coliseum? Did you hear any of that? Let let me see if I can pull it up for you. Because this was pretty cool. The Islanders community, 14,000 fans. At Nassau Coliseum, accompanied the singer that night with the singing of our national anthem. Nicole Raviv, official, take take a take a listen in just a second to this because this was so cool. Fourteen thousand fans singing the national anthem at the Coliseum. Take a listen. Is just so cool, and by the way, uh, the island that was game four last Saturday. So, game six comes around, the aisles are up three to two, the barn is rocking, if you will, to the point where Nicole Raviv again puts down her microphone so the fans could sing with her. She pointed the mic out to the crowd, giving them the chance. So, that is how strong the Long Island community is, the and patriotic they are, really. 14,000 fans singing in unison, you know, not, not like that. How can you not feel patriotism on Flag Day weekend, by the way? Fly your American flag. And actually, kudos to Queensborough Hall for putting the all five branches of the military up outside of the Borough Hall uh, in commemoration of those vets that serve to keep us and def- safe and defend that flag. Not only every Memorial Day, Veterans Day, and, and July the 4th, but every day. Three hundred sixty-five days a year. That's only cool about Zach Iskell. He's actually got a military background, which led him to help push the New York City, New York City through COVID at the Javits Center. He'll get into all that tomorrow. But yes, if you you know about the singing of the national anthem, you know about the Islanders community, you know about Strong Island, you know about Defend New York, but you probably didn't know their connection with the Henry Viscardi School. You probably didn't know. That the Islanders dedicate time in the community to not only there, but they come out and support the Empire State Games Physically Challenge, the Nassau County Victory Challenge, Sparky's out there. They are all over the community, and you got to love it. By the way, the Games is played every year across the street from the Coliseum. So for the Islanders to extend an arm to the local, to to ride across the street, means a lot. It means a lot. But I was so fired up, after they advanced, I said, i got to tell the story. I got to tell the story of how the Islanders come over every year when there's not a pandemic to play hockey with the kids, to make the kids day at the Hanover Scartney school. I got to talk about how the legends also come through. Uh, We have a night called sports night, which is a night where all these sports athletes gather and support our school. It's a fundraising event. It's a great gala. used to have a show conducted directed by Jojo Starbuck, this famed ice skater. And again, The Islanders was in supply, Bobby Nystrom and Clark Gillies, who would take time out every year. And by the way, I was on a Zoom with Clark Gillies, I'm sorry, with Bobby Nystrom a few weeks ago before Sports Night's virtual event. It was so nice to be able to thank them and to see them uh, again after so many years. So just think about that, Long Island, NHL world, that they feel... So excited to join the kids from the Henry Viscardi School. They take day a day out to do so. They take a day out. And sometimes they're in season when they do it. Take a day out of their season to really support our kids. And you got to love it. So when the guys like Zizekas and Barzal, Barzal and I guess Leanne Andersley when he comes back. When all these big stars come back for the Islanders. I'll get to that in a second. But when they come back tomorrow, I think of how they do come back. They do give back. They give back to these kids. They give back to a cause that is so amazing. If you knew Dr. Viscardi, Henry Viscardi, you knew, you know how amazing this place is. I said in an article on alexgnyc.com, the Viscardi Center. Not only. Is greatness. It partners with greatness. Like Islander greats. Like the Islanders organization. Led now by, Leno you know, John Ledecky. An incredible man also. Hats off to Lou Lamorello. Hats off to Barry Trotz for this team. I mean, getting Travis Zajac at the deadline with Palmieri. Bringing him from the Devils was so clutch for them. Looking back and looking how they performed. I mean, they, you can't deny that. You can't also deny that the Islanders' success is coming from a place of non-household names. Sure, to Long Island, it's household Barzal, household name Anders Lee when he's healthy, household name Sezekis, household name Verlamov or Sorokin. But to the National Hockey League, household names obviously are Crosby and and Ovechkin and uh, those are the big two that I, I can think of, you know, Conor McDavid, now Matthews up in Toronto, Carey Price, Rusk, Rask, Patrice Burr. All these other names were beaten by the Islanders. All these other guys were beaten out by an Islander team. Last year was the Penguins. Uh, this year was the Penguins, but the point is, and Crosby. But the Islanders, with not household names, are making a name for themselves on Long Island. And so I'm very proud that the Viscardi School stands alongside them. I'm very proud that they stand alongside the Viscardi School as an alum of 2009 from HVS. And so I hope you enjoy Game 1 tomorrow, 3 p.m. NBC, a rematch of last year's semifinal. If you remember, before the Lightning went on to that uh, cup round and won it in the very adjusted, adapted Stanley Cup playoffs all in Canada. We'll see what happens down here in the States this time and at the barn more specifically as they will again be there for game three and four uh, of the series of the semifinal. And so again, thank you to the Islanders for being that partner. Thank you to the Islanders for supplementing days with Viscardi, for making the days happen, for making these kids days, these kids years very special and to be as strong a team as you are as a upper rank status right now, and still remember the Viscardi school does, it should mean the world to those at Viscardi as a matter of fact, as well. Now there is something else that's been bugging me, a bug in my ear, right? We all need headphones because of the bug in my ear. And we've had to adapt to headphones walking home, right? We, we are so, I would say a bit traumatized from last year When literally what we saw was fireworks, illegal fireworks, lighting up everywhere and anywhere. Probably causing the people to wear headphones. So fast forward a year, you've got still these crime issues all over the place. You've got the fireworks in the back of people's minds, wondering if they're going to start up again. And you've got the headphones as an escape, I think anyway, from reality. It's an escape wherever you look. Yet can we be safely wearing our headset now? Knowing that someone could literally be behind the corner planning something very vicious? Can we truly be comfortable putting on those headphones and zoning out the world? And zoning out the possible illegal fireworks that are popping up around us? Because I don't think we can, and I think that's a big issue. I think, as my friend Zach Miller said, you know, everybody wants to wear headphones. This resonates with everybody, this fear. Do you fear the headset being Uh, misdistracted, too distracting from not just your inner surroundings, but, yeah, from someone that could want to do damage to you? Do you feel like it's too distracting now to wear a headset? Is an adaptation we are no longer able to do? Because there could be danger lurking around the corner. I still see people with headsets, sure. But in all honesty, do you think people want to zone out after hearing what's going on, after seeing what's going on? Or are we supposed to be so tuned in that we can't even enjoy music on our way home because something crazy might happen to us or our surroundings? Are we in that unsure of a time right now where we don't know what's around the corner? We should know that safety is around the corner, but when you read things piling up and and things happening, you start to wonder that, don't you? You start to wonder if it's safe to even put on headphones and play your music. And we shouldn't have even gotten to that point, yet here we are. Well, at least for me, maybe not for you. Yet here we are, and we shouldn't be. We should be inspired to stay safe. We should be inspired to stay healthy. We should be inspired to not be afraid. But all the news makes us think is that we we aren't stable enough. We aren't safe enough to just zone out the world after a long 9-hour, 10-hour day. That doesn't feel safe right now, especially when it gets darker out, does it? If you're a woman in the streets of New York, do you feel safe right now? Alex at alexgnyc.com. Alex at alexgnyc.com. How are you feeling? Can you fire up your headphones or do you feel nervous too? Because in no way should we be thankful to be safe. We should be guaranteed safety. Quality of life, human human life should be a guarantee to safety. As much as people want to say healthcare is a right, safety is a right. Public safety is a right. But when you hear the idea of defunding, you think people must think it's not a right to be safe. Not our right to be safe. But it is. Just like it's right to have health care. We have a public right to be safe, to fire up our headphones, our freedoms to fire up our headphones. But we just... Aren't guaranteed that right now. And I don't know what's going to fix it. I don't know if a change in hand is going to fix it at City Hall. I don't know. By the way, early voting does start today. Ranked choice voting. Apparently, the Democrats just have completely closed off to only Democrats and whatnot. I mean, the the primary should be for everybody, right? I I truly believe that. Just like general election, but it's just not that way. still. Independents get the cold foot, get the cold shoulder, if you will. Shouldn't be like that. If voting is such a right, why is independent why are independent shut out from the primary? If voting is such a concern, if voting rights are such a concern, why are we being shut out if you don't want to align with the party? That's punishment right there. That's worth taking an all game away from. That is worth it. Because when you say voting rights matter, yet you don't fight for everybody to be able to vote in the primary, what's the point? Hmm? What is the damn point? And so I hope you enjoy your weekend. I hope you, if you can do early voting in the primary, you do it. And you do it fast. We have till June 22nd for the overall June 12th, 22nd for the early voting. Go and do it if you, if you can make a difference, Zach Iskell. I'll be talking about him with him more tomorrow. I'm excited to actually. He seems like a reasonable answer. To all our problems, all our crises, all our programs that are just bankrupting us. We got to stop it. We got to put an end to it. Comptroller Ken, he'll explain how tomorrow on Alex Garrett Podcasting. Alex at alexgnyc.com. If we can be complaining, fighting for rights to vote, then the independents should not be shut out at this point. It's a crime that independents aren't allowed to vote in primaries. Mark uh, mark my words. I'm sure you feel the same if you are independent as well. Alex at alexgnyc.com. alexgnyc.com is where you can find me. We'll talk to you tomorrow.